Broads, this episode is brought to you by Relief Band. Look, the holidays can cause nausea for a lot of reasons. Perhaps uh, one too many glasses of mulled wine at the holiday office party, or maybe you've got a long road trip ahead and that comes with some car sickness, or maybe time with your in-laws gives you a migraine. The fact of the matter is there's a lot of causes of nausea, but only one surefire way to help you feel better, and that is with Relief Band, the only FDA-cleared device you wear on your wrist that cures nausea the moment you feel it coming on. As the holiday season quickly approaches, there's never been a better time to give the gift of relief and make sure your loved ones are nausea-free. And right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for Chatty Broads listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Chatty, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and no questions asked for a 30-day money-back guarantee. Pretty cool. So you have nothing to lose. Might as well try it. Just head to reliefband.com and use promo code chatty for 20% off plus free shipping. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, broads. Here we are again via the Zoom. But Becca, you are, you got makeup on. You're looking fresh right now. Are you feeling a little better? I took a shower. Well, this morning, you know what? You know what's making me feel better? Tell me. And the reason why I felt like I could put makeup on is because I was kind of able to brush my teeth today. Yes. There's no way I'm going to put a face of makeup on with teeth that haven't been able to be properly, properly brushed for a week. I mean, that's horrific that's horrific no, no yeah that you just can't do that if the teeth can't be that's brushed right. properly you have to be in full sweat gear your hair has to be in knots like it's just how it has to be granted there are hot spots that are very painful but i used a washcloth technique i had a washcloth <laughs> and just did like with a fingernail just like <laughs> carefully just like massage and then i pulled out my toothbrush with the other teeth though where i couldn't feel anything and i was like we're feeling good just dripping blood Oh my god. <laughs> from the wounds? Not gingivitis, from the wounds? Well, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, who knows? Now I could maybe be developing gingivitis because I wasn't able to brush my teeth. Who knows? I don't think but that think would it happen is from that quickly. It wouldn't happen that quickly, the gingivitis. I Dentists, don't think. weigh in in the comments. <laughs> Dentists, let us know. Also, anyone who is giving you shit about not brushing your teeth during the herpangina moments, <laughs> um, I feel like when you're going tooth by tooth with a washcloth method and a baby toothbrush, that's almost sounds more effective to me. Right? TBH. Right? I know. Yes. How are you doing? How's your, how's, what's happening with you? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, um, I, I do feel, I feel better, but I actually finally went back to like my original dentist um, to see if I like how the tooth's looking and they're like, well, it still is pretty rough. You still have your dry socket. And I'm like, yes, I know I can feel it, but I, it's, I feel a lot better. Um, But I currently have it like packed with like they took the sutures out and it's still packed with like cloves cloves and like so all sorts of healing things so if i continue to be like pushing on my mouth or like i don't know just bear with me because there's of something course. it feels like there's something about to fall out like it's like just there constantly and so i'm like very aware of it like falling out of my mouth because if it falls out it hurts so i'm like oh <laughs> We're moving and shaking over here. <laughs> You're a trooper. 
It doesn't You're hurt really. You're a real like, fucking trooper. It doesn't. It's actually fine. It, the pain has like very much subsided. It's just now like trying to talk through it is a little rough, but we're going to be good. You know, at this point, <laughs> you and I both just like, we're, we're doing it. We're better. We're better now. We are healed. We are better. I am A+. plus. We can... Do we have diseased mouths? Yes. Are we podcast hosts for business? Yes. We're going to make it work. <laughs> you know what? Let's do a live this weekend. Impromptu. What do you say? Let's make it happen. We're going to do it. <laughs> Just really positive. Oh, my God. Well, well, I feel positive about... I feel very positive about this episode. I'll tell you what. I do, too. I almost a little too. I have to complain about everything. So almost a little too positive where I was just like, (laughs) I'm like, I've never, never in my years of watching this show has like everything gone as smooth. Like it went so smoothly considering even the hiccups were recovered smoothly. Yeah. All the guys. So wonderful. (laughs) All the guys. In love with Michelle. <laughs> like, it's literally like, what? <laughs> I'm like, there's not a single one there that I'm like, uh, I think he's there for the fame. I don't think he really likes her. I'm like, oh, they're all in love with her. Like, this is, this feels all very real and all just I, very good. I have my, I have s- doubts with one. Okay. Not like, I, I don't think anyone's actually like bad or is like, like being deceptive I'll just throw it out there I think I think Michelle's more into Joe than he's into her okay 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 so I thought that okay until the end of their hometown date okay when she didn't reciprocate when he said that he was falling in love with her it wasn't even that because you know how it's like they can't really she said that with she reciprocated with Brandon though that's true her and Brandon (laughs) I am feeling <laughs> like I'm pulling through. I think you're pulling through too. You, you like out of left field, you were like, Brandon's going to be it. And I was like, ah, oh, Becca, I don't know. And I, you might have been absolutely dead on because the chemistry between those two. And I listen, I love Brandon somehow on top of loving Brandon. Is he getting hotter every episode? Okay. <laughs> what happened? Like he's always been hot, but like, I'm like, all of a sudden, the last two episodes, I was like, I mean, okay, sh- are, are you ready to start with Brandon? Yeah, let's just dive in with, oh, okay, okay, wait, 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 okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. Should we do okay. a little mini recap okay, mini of recap last week okay. before we dive in? Okay, key points. Key points. Martin needs a lot of help. Martin? <laughs> okay. This is all I'll say about Martin. I almost don't want to waste my breath because, listen, we do a lot of Bachelor recaps. We go over a lot of seasons. There's a lot of people who, like, will give them a hard time. I'm like, I don't like this person, da 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 But in general, there's always this idea of, like, it's television and they, it can be manipulated a certain way. And so I know, in general, most of these people, even the ones who I'm like, I don't like them, yeah. If I ever met them in real life, I know I'd go up to them and be like, hey, what's going on? How are you? And we'd probably have a nice conversation. Yeah. Martin is one of the few people who, after watching this last episode on top of everything else, or last week's episode, I was like, I would actively run away. 
Like, I actively think he's not a good person. <laughs> no, he's got a lot of things to work through. He's uh, got some major issues. And his response on social media, too, was like a totally unapologetic. Completely unapologetic. There was no, like, if you see yourself like that, and it goes, like, it it took on so many layers, too. It's like, not only did he bring up the high-maintenance thing the two weeks ago, and then he talked about Michelle, her experience as a black woman, and her talking about that being immature. Are you fucking kidding me? And then when he's talking to Michelle after, after Olu, which I was so happy Olu said something, that after Such a stand-up guy. So stand-up. And then and then Martin blatantly lies about not saying it. And then on top of all that, he starts pulling the like, can I speak? And then shaming her. And like, I, I could not. It was just one thing after another. I was like, oh, it's all a mess. No, and he pulled the whole thing like, I don't know. It really bothered me just going back to his statement where he was just like, you're only seeing 20 minutes of a man and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh. God, give me a break. And then uh, and then he wrapped and then he wrapped it all up with a cherry on top when he's in the car driving away being like I I'm like basically him saying that he's such a quality guy he'd never waste his time on a woman like Michelle. Yeah, I mean, he's got issues. He uh like I said, I would actively like walk away from him if I saw him IRL. I'd be like I want nothing. Number one, don't want to interact. Number two, afraid that someone somehow would see him catch a photo and I'd end up being in the picture and people would be like associating me. You understand? <laughs> There's numerous fears because he's just one of those guys where I'm like, oh, I don't think he's a good guy. And a lot of times you go, eh, editing, you got to be understanding that people only, you know, you see a certain part of someone, but no, thank you. Oh. No, thank you. Oh. Lord, I feel like I have to wash the Martin off of me for a moment. So uh, let's take a quick pause, shall we? Talk about something delicious instead. Uh, broads, you have to try out the delectable Creatures of Habit oatmeal. And it's not just any oatmeal. It's optimized oats with 30 grams of protein, vitamin D3, omega-3s, probiotics, digestive enzymes, highest protein content of any instant oatmeal on the market. And yes, I said instant oatmeal. So it is fast and it is easy. And there's numerous simple ways that you can have it. Like I said, instant with hot water or coffee overnight in the fridge with the milk of choice in a smoothie, in a microwave, anything in a pinch. It is so simple and it comes in numerous delicious flavors. I 10 out of 10 recommend creatures, creatures of habit. I have been eating it nonstop the past few weeks. Okay. So go to creaturesofhabit.com and use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's K-R-E-A-T-U-R-E-S of habit.com. Use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. Creatures with the K of habit.com. Promo code chatty for 20% off your first order. Creatures of habit. Um, Clayton. Clayton. Oh man, did you see the promo photo for his new season too? Dude, I can't with the dude. Obviously, people are pointing out because the tagline they're giving him is like, everyone loves an underdog and then everyone's like, Rodney, what the hell with Rodney? Not only that, but I'm like, 
oh, they're really pandering at this point by just surrounding him by puppies. So th- it is literally Colton all over again. Remember how that was Colton's yes. thing? Dogs, 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 dogs as yes. a personality. <laughs> yes, yes. It's the exact same photo. It's the same photo. Also, on top of all of that, when they, like, number one, the rod. And by the way, ep- this last episode, when she ended the relationship with Rodney, skipping ahead, they talked about the underdog thing many times. Oh, yeah. They did. I know. The phrase was used many times. Un- Never once was Colton the underdog, was that phrase used. And it's like, oh, and Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking same. It's the same. There's no difference. No. I mean, look, they they selected him from the get from the beginning of the season. Yeah. And it was like and and that's just the thing. And I think they're probably hoping that he would get farther with Michelle. But Mr. Personality wasn't exactly bringing it. But I mean, look, there's there's zero doubt in my mind that they didn't cast him for The Bachelor, which is a thing that they do. They will cast people for The Bachelor. So you know, even when we're talking about the final four or whatever, it's like production didn't ca- give a fuck who's the final four. They had selected Clayton already. They already knew. See, that's the thing where you just go, okay, ABC, like, <laughs> they're like, okay, we put in our time and we tried to acknowledge what you all were saying about diversity. And now we're going to just choose this exact well, copy paste of Colton when you have an, in- like, they haven't had this, like, good of a top four in so long where it's like these are all wonderful handsome Rodney I had I don't even know how I hadn't thought about Rodney being a bachelor Rodney would be such a good bachelor the like he's so much fun I feel like you we would have like the cutest most bubbly fun girls on that season it would be a blast this is what they want though this is what I said before and I'm gonna say it again it has everything (sighs) to do with they want a lead who everyone else will dance circles around them. They want a lead that the production can use okay. as a pawn. That's exactly, I mean, that's how Colton was until he jumped the fence. But like we've talked about before, he's this like athletic, basically cardboard cutout of a person. And that's clearly what they want. Yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. And like, I mean, I, I don't, I, I think this has been the biggest tell that with a lead, they're not looking for a personality or even no. sometimes a likable person. They are looking for for a central figure to have everyone else revolve around. Yeah, like a pawn. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, granted, like... Yeah, I'll I tell, don't know. I'll tell you, even even still, even, even with them being like, okay, we have our pawn and then we're going to cast characters around him... The promo for this season is maybe one of the weakest promos I've seen. Like, no, it's so boring. There, you, you're if that's the promo, you're like, oh, not a lot happens in this season. This looks like it's going to be a dull season. And like I've said, we heard little like tidbits here and there from on Peter's podcast via some of the women that like they weren't happy with the season. No, I don't get why they're doing this thing, but that's what I think they're doing. I think they're yeah. doing it intentionally. But also maybe they're doing it because they're trying. I, uh, maybe they want to cast a certain type of bachelorette. Like there's obviously some sort of strategy to what they're doing. I don't really get it. It's 
stupid to me, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, we had the wrap up with Clayton on last week's episode, and I mean, it was if. If you were denying, which I don't think anyone was, but if you were denying any sort of like like producer enforced decision that he was going to be the bachelor, you needed none other than that episode with, you know, the kids, which let me just say something about these children. <laughs> these are not act these are actually kids from Michelle's class. I'm like, how good of a teacher is she that you can find three or four students from your class who can kill it on TV I like that? I found that so hard to believe. I know. I couldn't even wrap my brain around it. I was like, like how long have they been coached? Months? I'm like, how are they this, this skilled? Cut to me crying when obviously Michelle is not feeling Colton, but they're in like the, in the museum and in like the astronomy section and you hear the kids' voices and Michelle, you see Michelle crying. Like she's getting like, she's hearing her kids do voiceovers and she's so touched. I'm like, this is the most beautiful like, like audio card I've ever heard in my life. I'd be so proud. She doesn't give a shit about Clayton. And it's just like caught up with these kids. Like, oh my God. I, I was, it was so sweet, but I'm like, where are these children? Um, okay. Wait, I gotta say one more thing about Clayton. Yeah. Is it, is this show dead now? Like what needs to be done? I mean, granted, I think, I think the, I think we are all underestimating how much the COVID traveling thing has Yes. Shot the show in the fire. I also think I think one of the most important things that they have to do is get back to the schedule that it was before. It's too it because Just keeping it simple. It's like it's like we need Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. We've had so many. And then leave us alone. Stop assaulting us. Well, because it because it allows us to get to have time to get excited, right? So it's like, and even now with social media, it does allow time for us, for people to like find out stuff. And like that added a lot of drama to everything where you're like, oh my God, this leaked before the show even. And like that very much happened with like Hannah Brown, Brown season, like stuff started to like stir up and it's like, oh my God. And Pete season stuff started to stir up before, but we had to have at least like <laughs> five to six weeks in between to let that happen. And then we were hyped to start the season again. Right. It's like we're wrapping Michelle's season and we're starting with Colton's season who we, who literally, I all I could think about was how when the women were screaming, I said Colton again. You said Colton again, I know. I was just letting it, I was just letting when the, it go. When the women were screaming Clayton, I was like, these women are screaming a man's name who they never had, they hadn't even seen him on television yet. They had no idea who he was. So even like with you guys, with you when you were on Ari season, it was like, I know you didn't watch his season and a lot of the women didn't, but it was still out there. These yeah. women, oh, yeah. these women don't even know who he is. They've never seen him on TV before when they were cast for his season. So it's like, what? <laughs> huh? Truly bizarre. I think you're right. You're right, though. They need to just give us, they need, and I, I feel like that's, no, it's not going to happen. I was going to say, because we're going to have a second Bachelor right after. What the hell? It's like, I would imagine 2022, I, like they would get us back into like our regularly scheduled programming. And then what, are they going to do another Bachelorette before doing Bachelor in Paradise? Like, no, they won't have time for that, but. That's so much though. And then is it going to be another BIP that's just stacked? 
Yes. Just with tons four of seasons people. worth of people. I don't hate that. Anywho, oh, by the okay, this is just a quick side note. I just I um I saw via social media that um I saw via social media that now, and I don't know how long this has been in place, and so I don't know if this sounds silly and people are like, duh, Jessica. But that like the um after getting off the show, did you have in your contract that once you left the show that you couldn't post ads for like a certain amount of time? Yeah, until the until the season finishes airing. No, no, no. I mean after the season. Um, technically, I think you're supposed to get approval on everything. Okay. Technically, but I that heard, wasn't a rule that anyone followed. I heard that like there was like a hard line rule now that like after whatever you have air, whether it be BIP, um, uh, The Bachelorette, whatever, that you couldn't post ads for at least like three months plus, like zero. Because they're trying to create this, like, not here for the wrong reasons illusions, uh. right? So you see these couples coming off of the beach, and it's like, you can't post ads for, like, three oh. months. Well, until the end of the season airing. No, I'm saying after the season's done airing. Weird. Yeah, that's what I read. And I and it seems to ha- be the case, because it's like no one's posting any ads. Huh. Until a few months after the final episode. So, you know what? That's probably good for them, though. It's probably better for their social media anyway. Oh, 100%. Build trust with their followers. That's sure, crazy, though. Sure. No, technically, wild. technically, in your contract for that entire year, they could like veto you doing any ads, technically. Wow. Wild. wild. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, just a little side note there, but um, yeah, I mean, the 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 goodbye letter or the the letters from the kids to Clayton at the end, it was just like the most heavy-handed producer thing I've ever seen in my entire ridiculous, life. It's like, ridiculous. Yes, yes, sure, sure. There's fifth graders writing letters like, "Can I come to your future wedding, Clayton? Can I? You're a good guy." He didn't guy. make that much of an impression. <laughs> it's like, what was he? Did he spend maybe ten minutes with them? Like, I'm pretty sure they're acting like. Clayton is goddamn Santa Claus with these kids. It's like, no, okay? This is so obvious and embarrassing. Ugh. Other than that, Rick. Rick, Rick and Olu went home. Oh, Olu, I do like Olu. Sweet Olu. Rick and Olu went home. And then from there, we could include brand the Brandon portion in talking about the Brandon hometowns because that was a, a big deal to me, too. Um... Before we hop into Brandon, do you want to take a quick little pause? Yes. One of my absolute favorite feelings in the world is cozying up at home, especially during the holiday season. I'm always looking for those extra special touches to add to my space that make it just right for a night in. And there's one place that always delivers those cozy vibes, and that is Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane has always been known for their understated everyday luxury clothing and accessories. But if you haven't checked out their home goods and furniture yet... Ooh, you're missing out. Whether you want to add something big for an entire new look or you're just looking to sprinkle in a few extra special touches, Jenny Kane has something special for every corner of every room. Their furniture pieces are handcrafted by artisans using time-tested techniques with materials like solid oak and naturally tanned leather, and every single thing is gorgeous. 
I am obsessed, and I mean obsessed, with the selection of throws and slippers on Jenny Kane's site. There's nothing on this earth more luxurious than wrapping yourself in a freaking cashmere blanket and tossing on a pair Ooh. of shearling slippers at the end of a long, hard day. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, also, a little pro holiday tip. Stock up on some of their candles. They make the most amazing gifts. Um, I'm speaking from experience here. All of the pieces at Jenny Kane are inspired by the clean, modern, minimalist California coast and will add a touch of luxury to every space. Everyone's going to love it. So mm-hmm. neutral and beautiful. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use code chatty at checkout. So that's 15% off your first order at... Now, this, pay attention to the spelling. J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code chatty. Jenny Kane. Broads, my number one priority during the holiday season is to spend a maximum amount of time making memories with the ones I love and a minimal effort doing anything else, okay? This includes cooking and especially includes doing the dishes from cooking. You know how Beck and I feel about the dishes. Uh, But of course, we've got to eat, which is why I'm happy to have HelloFresh help me out in the kitchen when cooking is the last thing I feel like doing. HelloFresh keeps things simple and easy with recipes that cut back on meal prep and clean up so you can spend less time in the kitchen and more quality time with friends and family. Each week, you'll get to choose from over 50 different menu and market options, which include vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options. Then HelloFresh Hello sends pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients and easy-to-follow recipes right to your door. The meals are ready in just 20 to 30 minutes and taste amazing. Seriously, so good. Some of my favorite recipes are the balsamic and beef tenderloin, the chicken sausage and sweet potato soup. The recipes are things I honestly would have never tried in the kitchen. And because HelloFresh portions and preps the ingredients beforehand, you can spend more time eating and making memories with the ones that you love and less time cooking and cleaning. Um, And as if that wasn't amazing uh, enough, HelloFresh saves you a lot of money month to month. On average, HelloFresh customers save $65 a month compared to months when they purchase and prep most of their food from the store. It's honestly such a win-win. Love HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14chatty and use code 14chatty for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash 14chatty and use code 14chatty for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Okay. Um, Brandon, so... I am so excited to talk about Brandon. Brandon is making, like, your prediction is making me so happy. And Brandon's also, the these past two episodes, is making my heart shine. Like, I have a massive crush on him now. Well, I definitely didn't want he did the skate date because that was <laughs> the most embarrassing thing. And I would have been so turned off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you come in here being like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I skate. And then you're falling all over the damn place. And then you say you're nervous because of me. Dude, you suck, boy. Dude, that was like (laughs) the one flaw. First of all, Evan was watching it with me and I couldn't stop laughing because Evan was so embarrassed, like had such secondhand embarrassment. (laughs) So he had to keep walking away and going to the bathroom. He's like, I can't I, I couldn't either. No, Gray was just like. Oh, this is so embarrassing. And I was hiding my face in his shoulder. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't do it. And it was so sad, too, because when he showed up for the hometown date and he was looking so cute in his vans and his little outfit. And then they showed up at the skate park. I'm like, oh, how did Brandon just get so much cuter? And then he got on the skateboard and I'm like, oh, God, no. (laughs) I'm like, is skateboarding more of like um, a video game situation for you? Like you're a big Tony Hawk (laughs) 
fan <laughs> the skateboarding game <laughs> because it doesn't look like you've been on a skateboard before, my guy. <laughs> when, when was the last time you were on it? Eight, nine, ten years old? So we're talking like a couple decades ago. Like, what is the deal here, bud? <laughs> I'm like, this is very much giving me if for my hometown, I would have taken uh, the person to surfing. <laughs> No, for me, swim team, which I stopped doing when I was nine oh. years old. And I'd be like, I used to kill the breaststroke. And then I try to dive off those little things and I just fucking eat it. And then like, I can barely do the breaststroke and I'm drowning. And I'm like, this has meant a lot to me in my life. It's like, it's since I was nine. Oh, how embarrassing. Emba- truly embarrassing. Truly embarrassing. Yeah, but he was still being cute about it. But I was like, just own it, bro. Just own it. (laughs) But my man had a leg up after last week meeting the parents. Oh, that was crazy. That choice made me think that I was truly right because I was like, this is a like final pick production choice. That was wild. Why did they do that? I was in shock. I first of all, I was like, I... Again, Evan was watching him with me and I physically like looked at him and started glaring at him. I'm like, you would never be so excited to see my home. (laughs) We first started to date. I take it personally that I know you would have never walked into my home and been like, I just walked into Jessica's heart. Look at I'm walking through her heart in these memories. And he was (laughs) he was alive. And I'm like, Evan, you would never. (laughs) Well, and the family and him just got along great. He was he was like the perfect person. He was perfect. He did okay. it perfectly. He he walked. In the, it was such a funny, awkward, obviously like heavy-handed again producer play. They walk in there. He's in his trunks, and they're in the jacuzzi. But like, how affirming he was. So like clear, communicating how into this into their daughter he was, okay. asking them about. Okay. If they had any suggestions. Okay. 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 So here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. And this was this is how I really felt after last night watching. I was like, she is going to pick Brandon. And she should pick Brandon because he is. I won't include Rodney in this, but Rodney's gone anyway. So between Nate and Joe, he is vastly more emotionally developed and experienced and mature in that way i know we for a long time we were like brandon seems so young he is vastly more emotionally mature than i i can't think of another man his age that i've ever encountered yeah no he is very i'm like what he's on point for my girl michelle i'm like yes she deserves that that's what she should have yes she absolutely should and he's also he is youthful and he is fun and he's got a great attitude and he can take the punch he rolls with the punches he wasn't like yeah was he absolutely so embarrassing during the skateboarding portion (laughs) yes but did he let that embarrassment get to him no 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 and a lot of guys insecurity no so mature and then he asks her parents permission oh i know that was a lot but I was like, look he at this man. He also went for it and he got in the head of the other ones too. Look at this man taking advantage of the, these moments. True, true, true. It's like he got in there. And again, he didn't let the awkwardness of it take over him. Like, yes, is this an awkward thing to be like, hey, Michelle, can you leave for a second so I can ask your parents something? And then he's like, I know it's early, whatever, but I just wanted to 
to have this moment with you all. And then that speaks so like that speaks volumes to volumes, a family. You're just volumes. Like, oh, and then oh, when, a man for my daughter. Okay. And then when they didn't say they didn't look at him and go, oh, you're wonderful. Yes. They were like, we support whatever Michelle wants. And if Michelle wants it, then we support that decision. And then he's like, that's the best answer they could have given me. <laughs> I'm like, my heart is exploding. And then, and then the final moment where I'm like, oh, I'm not bawling. We're all bawling is when they had their dinner portion of the date. And normally I don't like props, but he <laughs> takes off that bracelet that his mother made him. And he said, my mother made me this bracelet. And she said, if I was falling in love with the person or falling in love with you to give you this bracelet. And if my mom sees you wearing it, on our hometown, that, then she'll yeah. she will give you the same love she's given me, and I'm like, that's the most romantic thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Well, and it, and, but wasn't it also sort of like then she'll like know you're the one? Too? That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. almost like a signal, like a code word to your mom. Like, I gave her the bracelet. Like, I mean this. Like, this is for real. And the fact that him and his mom have a relationship like that, it's so beautiful. And then that he would express that to her. That they would even have like this, that that would be a thought. Again, another moment I was looking at Evan and I'd be like, why didn't your mom ever <laughs> give me some sort of approval bracelet? A token. <laughs> I don't think she even approves of me still. It's been 15 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and also just with the family thing, too, you know, what she said on his date, he was just like, oh, my gosh, my brother put off his deployment like in order to see me. And that just like shows, you know, how much we love each other. It's just. Oh my God. Also, Brandon's dad. No wonder Brandon looks 12. That his father's face. Ageless. <laughs> I was like, this man could be 60 or 20. I'm not really sure which. If I saw his face alone, bizarre. Ageless. The genes. <laughs> the genetics. Gray was like, he looks Michelle's age. What is going on? <laughs> he totally did. He totally did. And then and then Noah the brother is was, yeah, so, was so cute. So cute his little glasses, his little style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it was just it was moment after moment where it was like like I said it was Evan and I back and forth. When Noah put off his deployment, Evan was like my parents like decided they were just too busy to come to my graduation. He's like this guy. <laughs> This is the perfect family. I'm like, Michelle, this is the perfect family. This is everything. Run into their arms while you can. <laughs> and she felt that way, which was so cool at the end yeah. where she was like, I've never experienced with a significant other so much love and connection so quickly. And Michelle's moments with the dad, I had chills all over my body where they were like bantering. And then at the wrap when Brandon's dad was like, I like her. I like her a lot, by the way, like in front of her. I, I it was just. <laughs> Becca's out here just brushing her shoulders <laughs> off, just like I knew it the whole time. I knew it the whole time. I knew it the whole time. <laughs> My man, Brandon's coming in. And he, I know it, like I said earlier, he said, I'm falling in love with you. And it was the only one. She said, I'm falling in love with you back. I mean, her and Nate, she and Nate have that like, you know, I'm falling, I'm falling too. Doesn't count. They said falling in love specifically. She said falling in love. Yes. 
It was it was very clear. It was the clear. Well, and then Brandon got the first rose at the wrap. Yes, too. he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he was the clear. He was the clear front runner. I love too, by the way, Woo! that his um that when he was uh that when Michelle was with his mom, his mom like the first thing she's like, I just want to let you know he's not an actor. <laughs> I was like, someone watches the show. <laughs> And wants to let her know. Um, can we talk about how every single parent combination was a subtle variation from the next? What the hell? I've never seen so many <laughs> redheaded women in my life. And let's be real. Even the blonde one? Yeah. Even the blonde one was wearing the exact same blue color shirt as another yeah. one of the moms. And you know what was weird? Is that. The blonde one was Rodney's mom, and Rodney got ditched. So it was like, if your mom's not a redhead, you're out of here. That was just... Each time she'd walk in the room, I'd be like, what? wait a minute. Quick question. Kind of like similar-ish energy, like yes. kind of running throughout two of like... I'm like, is this the same lady? <laughs> It's just funny. It was so it it actually was quite bizarre. Uh, I, I swear to God, it was the same woman, and she was just putting on a slightly different hairstyle every time, <laughs> just a little a bit. different, a little a shift in her accent slightly. Yeah, a little bit, and then like changing her personality just like a touch. Which, by the way, tells me that that woman, whatever woman was playing the mom, an incredible actress, because her subtleties yeah. and changing mm -hmm. from mother to mother were just they were just tiny, but they were enough to be like, this is a different woman, but I don't know if it's a different woman. <laughs> Meanwhile. I mean, next it was, I, I'm not going to lie. I was, I, uh, Jess, I was kind of zoning out here and there with Rodney's date because I'm like, my guy's going home. Yeah, it felt, it was pretty clear. Well, I mean, first of all, it was a couple weeks ago where I was, I was surprised that Rodney was in top four. I love, yeah, I, I love that he was in top yeah. four. I adore him, but it definitely felt to me like it's the, it's, Every lead always finds their person who they really connect with as a friend and takes them far because it's like that comfort. And Rodney felt like that to me. Like I didn't feel the sexual chemistry between them, but no. I felt like they could be best friends for forever. And like they mean a lot to each other. Yeah. And he's a great guy. Fantastic guy. Wonderful. But it definitely was like. I don't see this going farther romantically. I mean, you, you know it was a bad sign when they had to revert back to the Apple thing again. Well, okay. <laughs> yes and no. He's okay. the Apple, but also yeah. he <laughs> Rodney is the Apple. <laughs> but also in Michelle's poem, she said, I never uh no one ever took me to go pick apples. Okay. All right. So it was like Rodney's were taking note here, right? But then they still had to do the blindfold apple tasting thing. It's just not not right. My one of my favorite one of the reasons why Michelle is one of the best bachelorettes is the fact that she called out the blindfold bullshit. She was like, <laughs> I've never experienced this so many times in my life as I am on this show. Like, why are you all blindfolding me again? I love why? it. I'm like, break that fourth wall and tell us and ask us why are the producers We're blindfolding all wondering me again? We all We're all wondering know. why. We all want to know. 
One thing I will say that was interesting about Rodney with his parents, though, is that you saw a lot more of his more serious energy yes. come out with his parents in a good yes. way with his mom, you know, because he can be really kind of giggly, kind of almost like a little. Yes. Not childish, but you know what I mean. He's youthful but, and bubbly, but he definitely had like more of a serious energy with his family. I think I, and, and I I felt like it was good. I felt like it it was actually him being more comfortable around them. And I was like, oh, so I think he might revert to this really kind of more like playful energy when he's maybe a little more when nervous. He's nervous but, for but sure. He, I was like, whoa, this is a completely different side of Rodney that we haven't really seen. Completely different side. I, let me tell you, I, first of, first and foremost, I just want to address the fact that, um, which we haven't brought up, the fact that the hometowns were not in their hometown. We had hope oh. that it would be in their hometown. Alas, we were wrong. And once again, <sighs> it just yeah. it does change the dynamic so much because it doesn't make the lead feel as uncomfortable. You're not going into someone's actual home. Now, what the producers did do, which made me feel so weird, was they just put the family photos everywhere. And in the exact, what seemed like the exact same room. Same room, same frame. <laughs> All the family photos were in the same frames, but then a different family. And it felt like a goddamn horror movie. That is scary. And like then the fact, too, that it was the same woman. It was like, Michelle, you're living your same dream over and over and over again. Yeah, it's, it's like walking, weird. her having to walk into that same room with the same frames and a different family in that every single time. Very weird. Didn't like it. Didn't like that I, at all. Terrible choice. Why? Why didn't... Even with, like, with um Tasha, they had them in different spots. Right? I know. I, I was... And, and even it's like, okay, we're a little... Just have them in four different Airbnbs and have them That's in actual saying. houses. Not these weird hotel... No, it's the same. It was the foyer same room. looking things. And they had them walk in and there were like the kind of scary lanterns outside. And it was kind of this ominous, know, like old home. I'm like, aren't you guys like in, aren't you, they're in Minneapolis, right? There's I'm like, aren't there like places. suburbs like where There's, you guys can just yes. get normal houses and to put these people up in? It's a, it's a large city. There's plenty of places that they could have taken them to and had somewhat of a variety but instead, they had the same room. That's what I'm saying with Tasha's even, even during Tasha's season when it was a thousand degrees outside, they mixed it up, which I'm sure it was more difficult to try to maneuver things around when it's a million degrees outside. It's comfortable outside in Minneapolis and the production just couldn't move things. Well, and also if you also if you could keep them in the actual Airbnbs that they're staying in, then the family presumably would be there a couple of days, would be more comfortable, true. and then they would be more relaxed in that space. Very true. Very you true. Know? Come on, you guys. Come on. The what the hell are you doing? The psychology of it all. <laughs> Just ignoring it. But anyway, um, but um, other than that, I was. Now, did Rodney get sent home? Yes. Was I so obsessed with his mom? Yes. I was obsessed with her. I really liked her too. I, before Rodney came in, the way she was speaking to um, Rodney's stepdad, she kind of has her whisper. She had like that whisper voice where she was like, 
oh my god, it's so important that we're meeting Michelle today. I'm so excited to see sweet Rodney. I can't believe we're meeting the love of his life. We've never met her before. And then the stepdad just goes, yeah, uh, I guess we got to meet her first. <laughs> She's just like, the mom's just like, oh my god. <laughs> and then Rodney comes in and they're like, oh my god. She goes, oh my god, I have to hug you first. And she just gives him a big hug. And they were the same. Rodney and her were the same person. They were cute. It was sad to me when uh, when he was like, I'm falling in love with you. And she was like, oh, no, it was one of the parents asked her. I think it was one of Rodney's parents. They're like, yes. And uh, do you feel I don't know what they asked her. Do you feel are you in love with him? Or so that she was like, I can say. Without a doubt about those feelings that I have them. And I was like, ah. Yes, it was it was mama asked Michelle, like, could you see yourself with Rodney in the outside <laughs> world? Right yeah. now yeah. where Rodney, I love him, but where Rodney just like continued to capture my heart where I was like, this is the right answer to this question is. I love when his mom sat down with him and she was just like, Rodney, I am really anxious that you're going to get your heart broken. Like, and she was so worried about her son getting hurt. Yeah. Um, and she's like, there's a chance that like you're putting it all out here and you could and you could just be absolutely devastated. And Rodney, without a beat, was like, true. And I just think Michelle's worth it. And that was like, that's the right. That is the the perfect mindset where it's like. That's the perfect, Rodney gave us a gem that's the perfect mindset in life. It's like, is taking risks scary? Is doing something that means that you could get hurt scary? Aww. Yes. But is it worth it? If it's worth it, then yeah, you take that risk and there's a chance. And he took the risk. Well, and we might as well just fast forward to the end because he, when he got sent home, of course, he was just the most gracious. He said, can I, didn't he ask her, can I walk you out? I think so. And I'm like, what a gentleman. <laughs> I'm like throwing up. I'm so upset. I was just like, what a gentleman. <laughs> crying, screaming, throwing up. <laughs> just violent crying. <laughs> but he was, no, he was just, he's so just he's a good guy. He's just so gracious and wonderful. And he would have been a really good bachelor. He really would have. He would have. Uh, yeah, he would have been a nice guy. I don't even know what makes a good bachelor anymore. I don't even know. I just feel like he would have been would have been really, a great guy to be on the season of. Yes, and I feel like he would have been a great bachelor in the way that Tasha was a great bachelorette because mm. they both have, and we saw it for the first time actually with with Rodney that he then can get really serious and yeah. have these heartfelt conversations with Tasha on Colton season. We saw a little more of her quiet, serious side. And then in bachelor in paradise, we saw the playful side come out and we're like, Oh my God, she's so much fun. And I felt like that's what made her such a perfect bachelorette is she had such, she had so much fun with the guys, but then yeah. could get really serious and she had such a great dynamic and balance. And I feel like Rodney would be that way where it'd be yeah. like, he have so much fun, but then could actually be, you know, have these like really heartfelt powerful conversations and for that i pour a drink out for rodney because <laughs> and the fact that then they just you know stole then his tagline that's just just the most enraging odd, thing such an odd odd choice okay such anyway. an odd choice. all right next up is joe um 
Uh, you want to take a quick little pause before we dive into uh, to Joe? Yes, uh, yes. Before we dive into Joe. Um, broads. <clears throat> sure. The holiday season is a time of relaxing friends and family. But if you sell anything online, then the holiday season may actually be your busiest, most stressful mm. time of year. But Stamps.com is here to help you out this holiday season by making shipping a breeze. Seriously, broads, it takes all of the guesswork and hassle out of shipping. In fact, you don't even have to leave your house. That's how simple Stamps.com makes things. When you use Stamps.com, you can pretty much do everything you would normally do at a post office right from your home computer. And you can use the platform to easily compare prices and delivery rates across all major carriers, print shipping labels, schedule pickups. And because Stamps.com integrates with most selling platforms, you can even send automated emails to keep your customers updated with their, when their package arrives. But with Stamps.com, you won't just be saving time. Oh, no. You'll also be saving money. Stamps.com gives you access to exclusive discounts that you can't even get at the post office, like up to 40% off USPS and 76% off UPS shipping rates. That's huge. Um, I mean, using Stamps.com is kind of a no-brainer. You're saving so much time and money. Deliver more smiles this holiday and start shipping and saving with Stamps.com today. There's no risk. And with our promo code Chatty, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free shipping credits and a digital shipping scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. You're going to be up and running in minutes. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the mic at the top of the homepage, type in Chatty. That's Stamps.com, promo code Chatty. Stamps.com, easy e-commerce shipping for less, a lot less. Uh, Broads, if you're planning to do some most or even all of your holiday shopping online this year, then we have got to tell you about Honey, the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes to save you money each time you shop. That means you'll get the best deals on uh, everything without manually searching for coupons. Honey does all the work for you. All you have to do is download the Honey extension on your computer. Go about your normal shopping. When you get to the checkout page, Simply hit the Honey dropdown, watch as Honey searches the internet for promo codes to help save you money, and Honey automatically applies the best coupon to your cart. You just sit back, watch the price drop, and Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. You score savings on everything from tech and gaming products to fashion brands, and yes, even that Friday night food delivery. Ooh, we love to hear it. Uh, by the way, just this past weekend, I ordered some Christmas lights and I ended up getting 20% off my whole order thanks to Honey. Um, I know it sounds too good to be true, but I'm telling you all right now, it works. I saved $24 unexpectedly. Who doesn't love a little surprise savings? And get this, so far, Honey has saved its 17 million members over $2 billion. That's billion with a B, $2 billion in savings and counting. If you're online shopping this year for uh, holiday gifts, uh, Honey is an absolute necessity. Like, yeah. you're going to save a lot of money. And it's free. And it's free. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's free, like I said. It installs in a few seconds, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid, and you'll, you'll be supporting this podcast. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash chatty. Go to joinhoney.com slash chatty. So <clears throat> Joe. We go to Joe's high school. Yes. Now he has the home team advantage for sure. It's like, here's my actual home. Like, this is my actual hometown date. Like, here's yeah. my high school. Um, yeah. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, 
they had Joe's parents at that same place yep. where they could have done it at his own home. I mean, that would have been con- strange for continuity's sake. True, and it really would have given him a different dynamic, so. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, God bless the sweet family that was not created for reality TV, which oh I, my. which by the way, I respect because what I saw was I go, now I know why Joe's quiet. Now I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but his high school thing was really, really cute. I mean, it was, it was pretty romantic and flirty. You know, he's like, oh, I've always wanted to do this, put you, you know, put you up on, I personally would love it. Actually, I thought I had butterflies for sure. I was like, it was kind of the way that I felt when Brandon got to go into her like home that she grew up in and they were in her bedroom. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like there is something about like remembering like the youthfulness of falling in love for the first time and interacting that with like the person that you're currently seeing that is so romantic. And so, yeah, yeah, when when he put her up on that and then the fact that he says that he never went to prom. So she had said that she was the, like, (laughs) like she was the last pick for prom. He had never went to prom. (laughs) Gray was like cute people on Instagram finding pics of him at prom. (laughs) Oh my God. Typical, right? It's like all of a sudden, who was that? I forget. That happened like... It's Claire. Claire, stop it. You stop. That was so legendary. That Becca, that was the most legendary thing ever. She was like, I never was asked. It was like cut to her in her date's photo at prom. It was just like, oh God. Um, but then yeah, they had the photo booth. Now I will say, so romantic, but there's something about a prom photo booth dance floor that was completely empty that felt depressing lonely when, and depressing you guys and are, sad to when, me when you guys are prom king and queen and you're the only two people there so by it default felt like, you're the king and queen it felt like my homeschool prom where there was like six of us and they were like you won best dressed i'm like you mean out of these other four people <laughs> great <laughs> um i was just all i wanted was i'm like this is so perfect and so romantic but because there's no one in the room all i wanted was all of a sudden like the room to be filled with like the eliminated guys or like by I don't themselves, know. yeah. Yeah, by themselves or like all the cast of Bachelor in Paradise. It's like it's like they send it, <laughs> send in McKenna and uh <laughs> it's just the those same, four people. It's the same group and they're like legend has it the BIP couples are still dancing at the tight ass party night after night. <laughs> they're seen in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we were in her hometown. It could have been like her friends. Some of her friends could have shown up, and that do would have like been that. fun. Yeah, Nate Maybe. got to meet some of the friends. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, but it, what also cracked me up, though. I mean, who knows? But it was funny how you know she kept saying like, "No one's ever done this for me. I can't believe he did that for me." And I'm like, "Girl, you really think he came up with this idea and That's, put all this together?" Okay, I wasn't gonna literally ask you a question about this. So every single year. You know, we hear the lead be like, I can't believe such and such did this for me. And we all know that the producer hands it to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, there. I mean, who knows? Sometimes someone might come up with an idea and they might specifically ask like, hey, okay. can we do that? Now, if you're the lead and you know what you know, you've been on the show. Now you're the lead. 
are you touched by that, by those things? Or are you going, I know this is all producers. Like that how- was that was odd to me because she was really like, I can't believe he did this for me. Like she said, and she's used verbiage like that for me, for, verbiage like that multiple times. And I was like, you're like, you know, the, the producers that were all there. There's a large yeah. camera crew. <laughs> you think on the one-on-one dates that they set up those concerts too? Like that was their idea? Dude, you know, the, you know, after she said that I'm so, <laughs> this means so much that he did this for me, you know, all the set designers in the back are like, yeah. The ones who've been blowing up balloons by mouth for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> they're like hospitalized by using all of their oxygen and they're just like oh joe did this as if joe yeah as if joe has been there like all morning planning everything it's oh just, my god i don't know it, but yeah would is, you feel like would would and i don't even i mean, can't I, picture myself saying that unless they had a conversation privately that wasn't shown on screen where he was like no i remembered it and i asked producers like can we do prom yeah. And if someone said that, then I would probably say that and be like, yeah. oh my God, that is yeah. so, I can't believe he did that. That is so sweet. I'm not, yeah, because I'm not even, I'm not even thinking about Joe. I'm thinking about like it, that moment made me think about like how often that's said on the show by the lead. Like, I can't believe such and such did that for me. Like, you know, when there's those little side moments where it's like, I have this little moment over here set up during the cocktail <sighs> party for you. And the lead's always like, I mean, so much that they did that. And I'm like, did they though? Like, was that producers? And I'm like, I, I wonder know. if I was the lead, if I would get caught up right. in that moment and be like, oh my God, this means so much. And like, it really resonate. Or if I would be super cynical and be like, oh, did you? Did well, you I, pack I, this picnic and this blanket for us? Okay, sure. You're right though. It's like after being a contestant on the show and seeing how you can try to get things like that for the lead and get it shut down or try to go visit them and have it be shut down or like, you know, all those different kind of things. It's like, you think you would remember that three months later (laughs) or four months later and be like, oh, this person coming to visit me in my hotel room is because producers said they specifically could come see me. It's not because other people didn't try. Yeah. It's always that kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's always kind of surprising to me. Me too. Anyway. So, that was cute, though. It was very um, cute. It was very cute. And they had sweet moments together. And it was the first time I feel like I've ever seen Joe nervous. <sighs> yeah. Joe doesn't normally... I mean, he's quiet, but he normally doesn't give off any nervous energy. And I definitely was getting nervous energy from him during this date in a sweet way. And like, yeah. and that's what I, I started to have that shift where I was like, okay, maybe Joe is is very into her. Because I was always more like, oh, I think maybe she's he's more into she's more into him than he is into her. And throughout this date, there were a lot of moments. And then seeing him, we can get into his family, discussing her with his family. I was like, oh, I think Joe really likes her a lot. And mm. he's just quiet, you know? Maybe. So, maybe. so the family. Oh, my God. That conversation with him and his dad was iconic legendary i was obsessed with it i was obsessed with it because it resonated so much it was like if my parents got had to get convinced to come on this show i would have sat across my mom and she would have just been like i have nothing to say i'd be like okay sounds good that's what it would have looked like. That's a different energy, though. It was literally like he's like, Dad, you don't have any questions? And he's like, nope. And he's like, do you have any? And he's like, nope. And then they just fucking sat there. 
<laughs> and his brother, I don't think, said... No, the sister-in-law was taking the reins. The sister-in-law was like, this is my time to shine. And I love how Joe brought her up when they were at the prom date. He was like, yeah. Hannah's going to be there too. And Hannah's great. He kept saying, and it was so sweet. He kept saying, Hannah's great. And I thought it was really cute because at first I was like, oh my God, is this going to be like the sister-in-law who has like a lot of opinions? And you're like, you're not even like, this is, you are recently part of this family. No, like, she's facilitating interaction, necessary interactions. And they're like, and they're like, they're like, Hannah's great. She, you're gonna love her. <laughs> it's literally like she's so fun. And it, and it all then made sense to me when she had her ITM and she was like, well, she's like, the uh, is it Coleman? Is that their last name? I don't know. I think it's Coleman. She's like the Coleman men. Um, they're. They all get very quiet when they get nervous, so this might be a pretty a pretty low-key quiet evening. And she was right. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it was just... One thing that was interesting, though, is Michelle was talking to his mom, you know, because they were talking about... You know, his mom was like, wow. She, Michelle talked about how he had opened up to her on their one-on-one -on -one date about everything that he had been through. And she was like, wow, you know, he didn't even really open up to me much about that. And then Michelle was like, this was an interesting moment. Michelle was like, have you seen growth in him? And his mom said something back like, I see the way he is with you, you know, and he seems so happy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was not an answer to her no, question. <laughs> no, no, that was it. That was very interesting, too. That was an interesting moment. I was like, that was a swerve, is what that was. <laughs> yeah, that was like, whoop. <laughs> Gonna what? dodge that one. Um, yeah, that was interesting. That was very interesting. I don't know. It was just with both, um, which we'll get into it with Nate. With both of them, you know, they're really great guys. They're really nice. And I think they really love Michelle. I do. I think I, I do. But... They both just they they need more emotional growth before they're with a woman like her who's at her level of emotional and self-expression, you know, maturity. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that for sure. I feel like I always see women with men who they have to kind of help them. And of course, growth is possible for everyone. But it would sure be nice if she can be with someone who's at her level already. Yes. Agreed. For sure. And I though though do I feel like I I internally follow Nate around like an actual puppy dog. <laughs> yes. Did I continue to during this? A oh, thousand percent. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> Nate, you're so cute. Um, But I completely hear what you're saying. And that's why Brandon really has been shining i think yes. the past two episodes yes. for sure for sure i will tell you i am i am worried that if brandon doesn't get it that he will be devastated like i'm worried for brandon if she doesn't pick him because i think he is so in love with her that it's going to be one of the breakups if they do break up that's going to be really hard to watch I think so too. I also think like this is the reason also why I'm gunning him for for him so hard and I really believed that after this episode. I believe they are the most sustainable match. Mhm. Mm I believe she has something special. She cannot stop being like butterflies, nervous around Nate, you know, she's got so much chemistry with Joe, but I just think the the real core foundational things that are going to be important for them to last a long time 
is only there with Brandon, in my opinion. I don't, I don't think that you're wrong. I, you know, what I also could see happening. I could see oh, her. Okay, I see it right now. <laughs> I'm not thinking of that so raven. I she's gonna pick Nate. Oh, uh, I know. I was just thinking this, dude. I was just like, oh, she's, I could- she's gonna pick Nate. They break up in the interim of the show, and then it, after the final rose, she's reaching back out, and it's kind of like her and Brandon are maybe no, sparking dude, things I up was kind of thinking that too. I was like, oh, what if she picks someone else? Oh, I don't she, know. But I could see her picking. I could see her picking Nate, and then you know, as much as I think Nate's a great guy, it maybe just not. Again, like what, whether it be distance or maturity or whatever, that it doesn't work. That like during after the final rose, it's like maybe talking to Brandon again. I don't know. I think I think she will pick him. I believe. I believe she will pick it's him. It's just so out of left field all of a sudden that I think you're right, but it's still hard for me to like actually process. It's like, yes, I think you're right, but I'm still, it's like, it was so obvious from the ep- first episode that Joe and Nate were the front runners and Brandon still through the whole time too but I think a lot of it has to do with too that Brandon di- didn't get a one-on-one until last week Late in the game so it's almost like my brain hasn't like fully been like yes he is the front runner but like uh, I mean after this he only is only one she said falling in love with yeah you're right you're right you're right you're right and yeah yeah. But okay, so so yeah, well, Joe's was I will the- say though when Joe and um when Hannah and Joe's brother and Joe sat together, they asked Joe. They're like, "Are you actually going to be ready to propose if you at the end of this?" And he without hesitation was like, "Yeah, I'm ready." And that was yeah. surprising to me. And he does not seem like a bullshitter. Like, I feel like he'd be, it'd be obvious if he was kind of like questioning it. He was like, no, I'm ready to propose. Well, but then he said, I'm falling in love with you before she left. And she did not reciprocate. (laughs) She did not, which I, I was very surprised by. But that was the first time that I felt like we saw Joe. He was, his eyes sparkled and he seemed so in love and like it was this different he I don't know it was this different <laughs> side of Joe meanwhile, I, like, meanwhile <laughs> I wrote down he says I'm falling in love with you with absolutely zero emotion oh. <laughs> see I'm you're like there's no emotion but see I don't no, think that I think you're probably no no right. I don't feel like no there's not a lot of emotion it's not a lot of like uh hand motions and expression but I felt like his his energy was so different this episode. Mm. Mm. Um, even starting last episode a little bit, seeing him like at that farm date and we talked about how his grandparents, he like was partially raised like uh, on a dairy farm, I think he said. And he was like in his element. I think he's since he's been back home, he's gotten more comfortable and we've seen a new sparkle, like a side of Joe that like, yeah, he's a really quiet guy, but I don't know. Anywho, on to the next. Nate. On to Nate. Dates Nate. Well, Nate uh, takes her paddleboarding, which, you know, love Nate. But after a prom date, I was like, well, we could do better here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But they have that cute banter. They have that little competition. You know, she's like always says she's. Yeah. Yeah, And she was she. okay. 
Okay, so this is the one thing I will say about Nate and Michelle. In, in contrast with Brandon and Michelle, I feel like Michelle, when she's around Nate, he's the one person where she gets very like giggly. Giddy, yeah, And giddy, for sure. and is like, you can tell she's, he's the one that I, he's the only one I feel like she gets nervous around. Like the other one. She said that, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's the one where it's like, oh, the nerves come in and the butterflies, which I do not blame her. When he was paddle boarding, the tattoo, and also too, I would like to- Oh my God. Yeah, go ahead. Do you not like the tattoos? I fucking hate them. I'm obsessed. I love his tattoos. they're terrible. I, okay, I love the tattoos. And I literally wrote, I was like, I don't normally like the tattoos on the guys in this franchise. Now, let me say this. I think typically the tattoos on the guys who come on this show are- (laughs) horrible like they're always the worst tattoos to me so maybe it's just the bars the bar is low (laughs) he has like when i actually look at what the tattoo is i don't love it but the placement is good i love the placement of his tattoos where the writing is where the art is where they they are like on his arms and hand like i'm obsessed i think he's so hot and i'm (laughs) so and i were watching and we go oh my god those tattoos he goes yeah those tattoos are such a fucking red flag and i was like yeah dude i can't i don't doubt that they're a red flag but i'm just saying (laughs) in bachelor nation when you compare it to the typical sleeves that are bad horrible horrible bachelor nation normally tattoos. whenever there's a bachelor nation tattoo it's brutal and okay, his is the only are one Kenny, dude come on <laughs> dude, i you know trust and believe those stars <laughs> they burn bright in my eyes still don't dude don't don't place nate over kenny like that that's just not right okay okay i'm so sorry kenny that's just not right i will never forget all of those stars i think there's what i think someone counted them maybe maybe jenna from date card potter or something and it was like 17 <laughs> And I was like, 17 visible stars or like way more. There's probably way more. And I was like, damn, it's a lot of stars. Okay. Speaking of aesthetics, this brings me to what I sent you. (laughs) What about 12 million people sent me in my DM requests? I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Like whenever that many people send me a story, I'm like, oh shit, is someone talking shit about me? What's happening? And then I'm like... (laughs) Finally, Nate addresses it. And he addresses God, the eyebrows. The eyebrows. God bless America. He he on his story last night, he was like, Man, like Rodney must have had it out for me because he was my roommate and he did not tell me my eyebrows were getting so thin. And and he said they've grown back now and they look amazing now, Nate. You're killing it. You're, now his with the eyebrows, eyebrows are now that I see now that I see his eyebrows in full growth, I hear what you're saying. I wasn't noticing it before. I also give people a pass with eyebrows because of my alopecia brows. I'm a little flex with the brows for people, but now <laughs> seeing now seeing his brows in full effect, I'm like they look fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking at Instagram right now. They look great. Um yeah, I mean, and and it's is it just me or are they getting thinner every week? I think they are getting thinner every week. And <laughs> Rodney's I encouraging him to <laughs> make them thinner every week. <laughs> and also what killed me was he said like, um, he said like I was shaving them too thin every week and it was exactly what, it, remember it's, I said on the episode? You said they're shaving, said he's, he's shaving going, him. I said, I could, he said he's going like this. <laughs> I'm obsessed. 
I, I, so I was really happy for that acknowledgement. He acknowledged it. He recognized. Yeah, he, and he, he, he took accountability. He took accountability. The one mistake he's made on the show so far, <laughs> he took accountability for. We didn't even write him an open letter. Uh, the open letter wasn't written and he still took accountability for the eyebrows. They look amazing now. I'm looking at his story right now. They look amazing. They look great. He happy um, for him. But you know what? I, I have to say. I, you know, I, you know, when that happens, when you're doing something and you don't see yourself, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like how I oh, yeah. used to, um, fill in my eyebrows. It would just, they started to get darker and bigger and darker mm-hmm. and bigger and darker and bigger. Mm-hmm. And I had no concept of it because you're just looking at yourself. It's gradual. And all of a sudden I'm looking back at photos and I'm like, oh, holy hell. Why it didn't like, you know. The yeah. reason I knew about Nate is because it takes one to know one. I had eyebrows that looked exactly like him when I was in eighth grade. Exactly like him. Mm. I just would keep plucking and plucking oh, girl. here and plucking there and plucking down and plucking up oh, and plucking. And my pl- my eyebrows were pencil because <laughs> my but that was hot, bitch. It was hot it, when I was when I was in high school. I had zero or like in junior high, I had zero eyebrows, and that was like the thing. And now when I look back, not only zero eyebrows, it was it was Mac makeup matte yeah. matte no and it was also was always sexy. like 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 five shades too light no contouring uh-huh. smoke also purple and you would- purple smoky eye no eyebrow and lips that made you look dead i remember no watching my friends big sisters get ready to go to a party and i remember them putting their foundation on their lips that's what you would do and i think i think people still do do that but then they put their like no yeah no shit over no, no, no. no you it was like we're gonna do like that. that and then we might put a little clear gloss over it and girl you're gonna look hot bitch let me tell you something i remember <laughs> i bought a tube of lipstick when i was like in my first year in college and i started to put lipstick on literal lipstick and everyone was like that's so grandma-ish why are you wearing lipstick no one put anything on their lips so it was like you'd have full smoky eye uh-huh. and nothing on your lips. It's so funny. I still have the tendency to do that. And it's I think it be, is because of my programming as a young girl watching everyone else get ready. I'm just like. But you also have naturally pink lips. True. Yeah, true. So but I, some, I still like that nude look. I still, oh I no, still, I love, I still love that almost like foundation. I love lip. a nude. I love a nude lip. <laughs> but there's a difference between the same color to, oh yeah, and just oh, yeah. matte, oh, matte. Yeah. Listen, the kids these days, they sure know how to put their makeup on. The TikTok videos, the YouTube, they really, they are looking. Everyone is looking dewy and gorgeous. And I, when I look back at my photos, I'm just purely horrified. Kind of makes me want to re- try to redo it though. Doesn't it kind of make you feel a little nostalgic talking about it? Should we bit? come back next episode and be wearing the makeup that we wore at that time in our life? Oh my God. I was, yeah, my, that my sister wore. Yeah. For for the Men Tell All episode, should we look just absolutely, truly horrifying? I'm going to have to go out and get some MAC uh, powder foundation set. No, I'm like, I need, sure. <laughs> I need powder. I need powder. You know what? No, let's, let's do it for the fantasy suite episode because we're going to look so hot. So and good. so sexy. Let's do it for the so fantasy suite episode. <laughs> We're gonna look so good, so so um, sexy. Um, okay, so Nate um, though, this is the this was obviously the most the the most uh, touching and noteworthy family moment. 
Yes. Okay. Before that, though, her and him had that conversation where we we heard a little bit of it last week, but um, we have we hear them talk about how um, his family doesn't talk emotions. Yes. They yes. don't say I love you. Uh, he's never been in a relationship where he brought someone back home or he's never been in love. Well, and also that his, his stepdad and mom are divorced. And so it means a lot that they're coming back together for this, you know? Yes. So, but on the note of the family not talking emotions, the I love yous, the fact that he's never been in love. Yeah. I know, obviously, it's like, she's like, that's kind of a red flag. There's questions, rightly so. Yeah. But I also want to acknowledge that a lot of <laughs> I'm cut to me being defensive. A lot of us grow up in homes where people don't say I love you. But yeah. you know, it's 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 not uncommon where yeah. you come from because when I when everything about Nate is communi he's very communicative. He seems very open. He's loving. He I mean we've seen him with the guys. The man has handled all confrontations beautifully. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then walked into Michelle. And I'm like, I know, I know with my family, like with my family, no emotions. My parents, it's so awkward to say I love you to my parents because it's just, they don't, that's just, I wasn't raised hearing that from my family. And I, from birth, have been such a sensitive blob, even though I came from that. So mm -hmm. my thing, too, is it's like, yes, I understand that there is red flag and that there's this thing of like, oh, he's never been in love and da, 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 da. But at the same time, too, I have to acknowledge what we've seen of him from this season, which seems very emotionally mature. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, OK, maybe he ha doesn't have that dynamic with his family. Maybe there's not that comfortability there. I, I get that. And also maybe he hasn't ever been in love before. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really see, I, I agree with you completely because I was thinking the same thing of like, well, seems like he's come pretty far in terms of being able to express himself and all those yeah. kind of things. And I don't, I I never think that, I think the having never been in love with you thing before, in love with anyone before, I actually think that's a good thing. I I feel like- I think that's a plus. I, I'm, I was literally, when I was writing it down, I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about Grayston and how yeah. he hadn't had a girlfriend before you. And now look yeah. at him now. It's like, has has Grayston never having been had a girlfriend before stopped him from having a very committed relationship? Absolutely not. I think also so many of us, myself included, are like, you know, serial monogamous types, people who just can never be alone, have to constantly yeah. be dating, having a boyfriend, having a girlfriend, being in and out of relationships where there's shitty dynamics, a lot mm. of a lot of behavior that you pick up in terms of unhealthy relationships, yeah. all that. And sometimes you're bringing all that into your next relationship. Sure. Sometimes someone Cut having a bit me, of a yeah, clean... Me. I'm like, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm such a, I always have to be in a relationship with right, someone. Right. And that isn't always good either. <laughs> right. And then cut someone having a clean slate and being really selective and if, and someone really choosing to be with someone and make that commitment. I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I think that, that, that I mean, th th that's a, of course an option for everyone, but I wouldn't discount so how special no. that is for someone who's never been in love with someone right. before. Also, I think we're so inundated with Disney culture that like 
it's like I feel like so many people are labeled with like red flags when it's like maybe these people have just enjoyed literally growing up and living their own independent existence and not needing a romantic partner or like I mean that's my thing too it's like there's so much that we put on like you know for you to be mature you have to it's the same thing where it's like you got to be married for so long. It was like, you got to be married, have the kids for you to be a mature adult. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, no, this is, Oh yeah. you have someone who their whole life maybe was just more wired to be independent. Or maybe they haven't met someone they want to have a romantic relationship exactly. with. Let's not exactly. talk about how many of our friends and ourselves and all of that end up being with people that they probably shouldn't be with because, totally. you know, they like me. So I like them, too. And, you know, uh, now cut to us being together for six years, you know, whatever. Cut to me. <laughs> like, cut to me dating someone hey. for however long. I'm not talking about Evan, who I was like, I don't even I don't even like this person. I don't like them. But I'm like, I don't want to be alone. That was so unhealthy. Are you kidding me? You remember who did we have on? Oh, I think it was Eric, actually, which it really stands out in my mind of someone asking a uh, the advice of like, when should I tell someone I want to have a serious relationship? And he was sort of like, don't tell someone you want to have a serious relationship unless you find someone you want to be in a serious relationship with. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to say I'm looking for something serious if you don't have someone in front of you that you want something serious with? Like, that doesn't make sense. Facts on facts. Like, yeah. Yeah. anyway, so I don't but see any problem I with just, that with Nate. I wanted to have that moment because yeah, when I, I was watching it, I was like, I know. And I again, I totally get why Michelle is like a little red flag and need to process that. I think that's smart. I think that it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I I completely understand. Like, yeah, I need to now process this because this is an interesting dynamic that doesn't come up often, especially on this show. Well, look, also Charles threw him under the fucking bus. Charles did fucking throw him under the bus. I was <laughs> dying. I loved Charles. Um, but uh, but you know, I just wanted I wanted to say that because I was like, I feel like what we have to take into account is how Nate has interacted on this season with not only Michelle, but the other guys. And it For has sure. been a plus like fantastic and very emotionally mature. And yeah. Anywho. Um, so <laughs> yeah, Charles tells, tells her basically point blank what we've been seeing in the previews. He's like, no, I don't know. I don't think that he, that he will be, that he's ready for that. Oh my God. He's like, he is just like, um, I, he's like, I, I have to tell you, like, I am, uh, I'm surprised that he seems so genuinely happy and has that huge smile like charles is shook that <laughs> that nate is like yeah I, like he's like yeah he doesn't really seem to like you a lot but do i think he's ready to propose no <laughs> charles just threw him under the bus <laughs> oh and then also i was like charles this is an interesting take he was like, he doesn't know the difference between being in love and then being engaged or married. Which I was like, well. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, he came through with that, I believe, when he was having his conversation with Nate one-on-one. Which, by the way, cut to me falling over laughing when Charles dropped the bomb of truth, which was like, what he said, if everything is so new, 
how do you know it's real? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And Nate and Nate laughing, going, "Oh, Charles, <laughs> you here you go. You, you got to do this to me, bro." <laughs> Another a reason I love Nate. There was he wasn't like he wasn't like get he didn't get defensive, right? And be right. like, like, "Oh no." He was starting right. to laugh, and he's like, "Oh man, you got he's me like, on here that." You go, Charles busting <laughs> my wi- balls again. The Charles. wisdom of Charles. And Charles, the philosopher <laughs> over here. No, I think that then it was sort of what he was saying was like, you know, you got all these feelings, which is what mm-hmm. Nate said. He's like, no, how do you? He, he's like, how do you know it's real? Because I have all these feelings. And I, I was like, oh my, I know what my dad would say about that. He'd be like, feelings, my child, come and go. <laughs> Feelings come and go. You know? Money stays forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, feelings come and go, but love is not the not the butterfly feelings, you no. know? No. And the thing that Charles is getting at, he's like, yeah, butterfly feelings and get, being all happy and giggly is not going to get you through a marriage. Having had a <laughs> divorce myself, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is not going to get you through, my guy. You got big struggles coming, you know? You got big things coming. <laughs> Charles is like, let me give you the reality of life, son. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the middle of working through some hefty divorce papers with your mother here, and it is not fun. <laughs> um, uh, I, okay. Mm. The conversation then that followed with Charles and Nate oh. was maybe... I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head, so I'll just throw out top three parent-kid interactions on hometown dates. I love a step-parent moment because it is... I'm not a step-parent myself, but it is such a, um, a position in life that is not often, I feel like, not acknowledged enough because having to come in and take on that role, I can't imagine how challenging that is. Well, and yeah, how my mom always said is you're you are taking on a role that you can't fully take on too. And so it's yeah. like you can't you don't get to step in and become a parent. You might even love this child like your own child, but they're yeah. not your child. And so you have to maintain this boundary of like, which is often why I feel like that expression is, is, can be so delayed. You know, we, we saw this too with Kaylin and her stepdad, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, cause that, that step parent is trying to hold a boundary mm-hmm. and trying to be respectful of, of another parent that's involved. Yeah. The real parent, you uh-huh. know, the, the real parent. It's, yeah. and, and that, that is so hard. It's so hard. And when, when Nate started to get emotional, cause even like when he said beforehand to Michelle, the fact that his, that they're in they're they got divorced, he said like a year ago. And that his stepdad would show up and do this for him was so beautiful. And you know it's got to be awkward. You're there, you know, with the person that you recently divorced. Even if you're friendly, it's still uncomfortable. Like, let's be real here. And he would do that because he loves Nate so much. And that Nate then said to him, I love that Nate said, oh, man, I was like, I was a mess. When he said, 
you know, I love my dad and acknowledged his own dad. He's like, but I want to be what you were to me mm. and my family one day to my wife and my kids. Mm. And I'm like, what a, like, oh, I'm like, if if anything, if Nate walks away from this and it, Michelle isn't the person for him, he had this moment with Charles and they had that moment together where they were able to tell each other how much they loved him. And then not only did, you know, Nate tell him how much he means, then Charles affirmed him so wonderfully and talked to him about like how proud he is of Nate. And Nate's is like, he's so happy that, that Charles, like you can just tell Nate was just so he was beaming with the fact that Charles got to meet Michelle to the point that at the end of the night, when Nate walked Michelle out, Michelle's a little bit like, okay, I'm processing what Charles told me. And Nate is like, that went incredibly. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was he's, about him and his. Yeah, he's, his he's blissed his out because he yeah. knows. And that another, another reason I love Nate. It's like Nate knows what Charles said to Michelle. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to deny it. Yeah. He's just going to hold this moment where he's like, I'm so happy that you got to meet them. And it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. Yeah, and he got to hear from his stepdad too. Like, I love you. And he said, I'm so proud of you. And I think that sometimes that's all you want to hear from your your parent or step-parent, you know. And to hear that is, you know, he's going to be on cloud nine for... Yeah, even if they break up, he's still going to, you know, he's going to have It's all you want. I was this close. I was this close to calling my stepmother, who I love so much. I was like, I, was about, I, had, I had a text written up where I was just like, Julie, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And I'm like, I'll do it in person during the <laughs> But, you, you know, I... um. Yeah, I thought it was so beautiful. And it was so sweet to his mom when she met Michelle. Right away showed up. And she had a get. She had gifts for her for the students in Michelle's class. So like sweet. they had that teacher connection moment. Um, but it was again. It was it was a date where it's like there was it was it had the potential to go very wrong. It had the potential to be a lot of drama, and I'm sure the producers were really hoping that it was going to go that way. But every party involved is so lovely and so mature that like. It ended up being this moment that obviously thoughts for Michelle to process, but then a beautiful family moment. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like, producers, you tried, which is, again, why I think you're so right. Because when I brought up that I thought Nate would be a great bachelor, you said you didn't think so because he was he's going to do what he wants to do. And you're like, I could see him leaving the show early if he wasn't connecting. And this was one of those moments where I was like, Oh, they tried to get him, sit him down with Charles and have this moment where, where Charles was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Charles yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I told yeah, yeah, yeah. her, I told her you're not ready. Yeah, yeah, and Nate yeah. was like, oh, Charles, you got me again. And then they had this beautiful father stepson moment. And the producers are like, damn it. <laughs> Exactly. Damn it! We wanted you're so drama. right. You're so right. Like it we wanted drama, and we and got they heartfelt. Went, they wanted, you're right. They wanted dun, 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 dun. no. Well, that's what they put in the previews. That's the one. That's the one little clickbait of all the four hometown dates. That was the one moment that they had of clickbait. I know. True. It's the only one. And you know how hometown dates are normally a disaster. There's always one disastrous family. Nothing. Nothing. No. 
It was just well, beautiful. There still could be disaster to come. <laughs> don't you worry. There still could be. There still could be. We got mental all next week, though. I don't think we're going to get anything other than mental all. I one... know you said it could be some overnight stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I was trying to find the schedule is always they're always so like evasive with the schedule. I think next week, by the way, broads next week, the men tell all doesn't air Tuesday. It's going to air Monday. So Mm -hmm. we'll uh, we're going to plan on dropping the recap episode like Tuesday afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, So our schedule is a little different that way. So you'll get the recap earlier than normal. Um, But that makes sense. I think on the 14th, I looked at the schedule. They have an episode. I was able to find they have an episode December 14th, Tuesday and and episode December 21st. So 14th will be fantasy overnight. And, you know, 21st will be after the final rose and final two. Ooh, man. So, well, the one thing that I heard that spoiler alert, I guess, if you don't want to hear anything about what's going to be discussed at the men tell all. Um, but I heard that Taisha will be addressing her and Zach's breakup at the men tell all. Oh shit. <laughs> they got to make some dirt. That's it. But yeah. we shall see. Anywho, I'm going to let you go <laughs> and be with your family. Thank you for enduring this with your mouthful of blisters. Thank, thank you for enduring this with your mouthful of herbs <laughs> packed into your open wounds. Broads, <laughs> um, chat with us next week oh also i will be going to stefan's party on thursday which is then going to be when this episode airs which is going to be full of bachelor people so maybe next week i'll have some fun stories and tea to talk about on the podcast tell all of their secrets (laughs) okay broads we'll chat soon chat soon